Welcome to A to Z Sports. I'm Zach Bingham. He is Jack Gentry. We are A to Z Sports in the morning. We are powered by BetMGM. Got a special, special deal for the College Football National Championship that we'll talk to you about a little bit later with BetMGM. Code ATOZ Sports. You see that right up there on the screen. Got to also thank our presenting sponsors, including Farm Bureau Health Plans, our new sponsor of 2022. Can't wait to to get more and and talk more about them throughout the course of the year as I get integrated with my Farm Bureau Health Plan. Also, Bone and Joint Institute, state of the art facility down there in Franklin. If you've got aches and pains in your joints, maybe you twisted your ankle. I don't know. They've got the doctors to help you out. That is for sure. That is something I do know. Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go online and look at their inventory. They've got your perfect make and model, whether it's the Palisade, the Elantra, the Sonata, or the Santa Fe. They have it right there at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And Renner's Warehouse, Nashville's professional landlords, only $89 per month. They take care of all of the legwork. They can get you a tenant right there at Nashville, at, at Renterswarehouse.com. All right, Jack, let's get this party started with something that you actually brought to my attention yesterday. You texted me this video. I watched it, and it and honestly, it kind of got my eyes a little bit open. I want to go straight to the tape and then we can react. This is Adam Stein, and uh I think I've showed uh, I've thrown shade at this guy before. <laughs> Because uh, he's just not my cup of tea. But Jack, you picked out this video. And he does bring up something regarding Derrick Henry that I do think is intriguing. Here is Adam Stein on, I don't know, Stein R Us. I don't know what the show is called. But <laughs> Adam Stein uh, has, has a couple of things to say about De- Derrick Henry. And then we will react. Derrick Henry's best running back in the NFL bar none. Derrick Henry literally changes everything, in my opinion, to the Titans. If they have Derrick Henry playing running back at the King Henry level, the Titans can win the Super Bowl. If they don't get Derrick Henry back, I won't pick them to win a game in the playoffs. Now, that might be unfair, but that's how I feel. The competition is just too great and too even this postseason in the AFC. Mike Vrabel has done a superb job of the Tennessee Titans. Honestly, I didn't think they had a chance to be the one seed without Derrick Henry. I was dead wrong. This is why Mike Vrabel should be the coach of the year. And Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown and the defense have carried this team. Tennessee is going to clinch the one seed by beating Houston on Sunday on CBS. And that's going to happen. And that is going to be awesome. But that's a regular season. No Henry means no chance in the playoffs. Because there's no way Ryan Tannehill carries the team. Compare Ryan Tannehill to the other AFC quarterbacks not named Mac Jones. Tennessee would fall short in every other quarterback comparison, but Derrick Henry's a superstar. 937 yards, 10 touchdowns when he got hurt. It was Derrick Henry who was en route to MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. And he won Offensive Player of the Year last year, of course. He's a bruiser who buries teams in crunch time. He's a megastar, and suddenly... He's the ultimate X factor in the NFL. The ultimate X factor in the NFL. That was Adam Stein, courtesy of CBS Sports. So we thank you for that video. Jack, you sent that to me. What did you think about that video? What do you think about all the things that he said? Because he, he talked about Vrabel, he talked about Tannehill, he talked about Derrick Henry. What did you think? Well, you know, he's he's right in a couple things and wrong in another um, where he's, he kind of made it clear that he doesn't believe that the Titans could win a game in the playoffs without Derrick Henry. I, I disagree with that. Um, the Titans have kind of hit their stride here towards the end of the season. And, you know, they've proven that throughout the course of the season, whether it's without Derrick Henry, without A.J. Brown, without a healthy offensive line, um, w- without some of the guys on defense, that they can beat teams, and they have beaten teams shorthanded this season. And the teams they've beaten uh, have, have been a handful of playoff teams: the Rams, the, the you know the Bills, the Colts, the Chiefs. Um, and when they beat the Chiefs, Derrick Henry didn't even have all that great of a game. But 
where, where I agree with him is where Derrick Henry stands amongst the league in X factor. Now he's, he's towards the top. I won't get into where I have him just yet and who I have um, ranked alongside him, but Derrick Henry clearly takes this Titans team to another level. Uh, we talk about a Super Bowl ceiling. The Titans don't have a Super Bowl ceiling without Derrick Henry. While I still think they could manage to win a game in the playoffs without him, um, because this team they're as gritty as I've ever seen a Titans team, and they, they've played with you know backups and replacements and really just castaways from other NFL teams all season. So I do think the, you know if if they were put in a position where they had to beat maybe a Bengals team, maybe maybe it's a Colts team, a Chargers team, a Raiders team, whoever it may be. I think they could get get it done in the playoffs without Derrick Henry. However, I don't think that they're capable of winning the Super Bowl without him, and I think most people would agree with that. Right. So uh, two things before we move forward and ask our question to the chat. First, Brandon brings up where is the eyeshadow Jack. Yeah. So now that we officially started the show, I was going to start the show with a boo this man. I didn't want to do that <laughs> to you on a Friday. The boo this man because we've done that. I wanted to boo this man because I asked the same question that Brandon did. The Magic Bucket told us that you had to put some eyeshadow on, but I don't see yeah. any doughy eyes this morning. We got six inches of snow last night. Where am I to find eyeshadow that's not in my house? So, it, you know, that's coming next week. I promise. Well, look, I'm sometimes not. you go to neighbors and ask for sugar. Instead, ask for some eyeshadow. <laughs> I could have I, that could have been you know what that's right I never considered that I kind of just you know said they'll give me a pass for tomorrow I'll get it next week and all will be good so but Monday totally, so Brandon hey Brandon hold him accountable Monday we expect that eyeshadow you're, you're gonna have a couple of days so that is fair we'll let you slide for Friday easy e brings up another good point I think which leads us into our question which is did the definition of x factor change how is the best running back in the in the in a, in the league at X factor, he is the factor. So easy. He brings up a point. So what we're going to do here, we're going to play this video one more time. And, I, and this is the last time we'll play it because of Adam Stein's voice, but CBS sports. This is Adam Stein bringing up a lot of different points of the Tennessee Titans. More people have piled in over the last several minutes. We want to play this because on the other side, we're going to ask you guys an X factor question. So let's roll the tape. Derrick Henry's best running back in the NFL, bar none. Derrick Henry literally changes everything, in my opinion, to the Titans. If they have Derrick Henry playing running back at the King Henry level, the Titans can win the Super Bowl. If they don't get Derrick Henry back, I won't pick them to win a game in the playoffs. Now, that might be unfair, but that's how I feel. The competition is just too great and too even this postseason in the AFC. Mike Vrabel has done a superb job of the Tennessee Titans. Honestly, I didn't think they had a chance to be the one seed without Derrick Henry. I was dead wrong. This is why Mike Vrabel should be the coach of the year. And Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown on the defense have carried this team. Tennessee is going to clinch the one seed by beating Houston on Sunday on CBS. And that's going to happen. And that is going to be awesome. But that's a regular season. No Henry means no chance in the playoffs because there's no way Ryan Tannehill carries the team. Compare Ryan Tannehill to the other AFC quarterbacks not named Mac Jones. Tennessee would fall short in every other quarterback comparison, but Derrick Henry's a superstar. 937 yards, 10 touchdowns when he got hurt. It was Derrick Henry who was en route to MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. And he won off at the Player of the Year last year, of course. He's a bruiser who buries teams in crunch time. He's a megastar. And suddenly, he's the ultimate X factor in the NFL. All right, that's where we want to go. The ultimate X factor in the NFL. Steven says, an X factor is a variable in a situation that could have the most significant impact on the outcome. That is Derrick Henry. Tighten up. So that's a pretty good comment from Steven. And that's where we're going to go to next. To find that definition, yeah. Yeah. And, and so where does Derrick Henry rank in NFL X Factor? That is the question we're posing to you guys. Where does Derrick Henry rank in your opinion? I think it's a good question because you got Titans fans. Some will say he is number one. Some may say he's two or three behind some other quarterbacks. We will get to that. But first, I want to tell you guys about a great sponsor here on A to Z Sports, and that is the Bone and Joint Institute. Speaking of the bones, 
Think, speaking of the joints, that is what Derrick Henry is coming back off of. I mean, he's coming back off of a Jones fracture in his foot. We learned a lot about that fracture because of the Bone and uh, Joint Institute of what the rehab process is. We speak to real doctors, which is awesome. A great segment on on A to Z sports that we try to dive a little deeper and get educated. We did get educated. That's not only on Derrick Henry, though. That can also be with your situation. It has been with mine. I've had a labrum surgery from uh, the doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute. It's a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin. They've got satellite locations throughout Middle Tennessee. Don't fumble on your recovery. Visit the Bone and Joint Institute for all of your needs. If you got a bad shoulder, leg, ankle, knee, they got you covered right there at the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin. Download the BetMGM app, guys. If you haven't downloaded a sportsbook app, make sure to do it today. Download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200 and place a $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game. Either team, just one team's got to score 200 or one, one team's got to score a touchdown. You'll turn $10 into $200. New users. Take advantage of this offer with code A to Z, A T O Z 200, place a $10 money line wager, and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game. Doesn't matter which team you bet on, how they perform, as long as one touchdown is scored, you are turning $10 into $200 with the help of A to Z 200 on the BetMGM app. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older in Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from insurance. For problems with gambling, call the support line, the Tennessee Red Line, at 1-800-889-9789. All right, where does Derrick Henry rank in NFL Ooh. X Factors? I think this is a great question. Let's go to a little bit of the chat. Chris just says number three. Uh, and uh, big guy on, on YouTube, we're not going to play Adam Stein again. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> First from Steven, Jeff says, I say number one, and Big Ten Jeff is a known Colts fan. I'm surprised he didn't put his boy Jonathan Taylor up there. Uh, top five from Rashid. Lee says one. Uh, Ryan says, I, inc I incline to agree. The stars shine through the postseason. So where does he rank? Finishes the season number two after the playoffs. Justin says top five. Noah says fourth behind Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brady. I think that's a good comment. We'll come back there. Orlando says Brady one, Mahomes two, Henry three. Ramon says fourth. Jarrell just says top ten. Second only behind Mahomes. If he wins the Super Bowl, move him to number one from Steven. Uh, Brandon says Top three X-Factors behind Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So this is, I think, how we can do this. Let's go with the AFC first and then go to the NFL. The question is NFL. Jack, where does he rank in your mind in the AFC first in X-Factors? Okay, so for me, I think it's important to define what an X-Factor is. Uh, and I, There's the difference between a known commodity and an X-Factor. A known commodity could be a one-dimensional quarterback who has a great arm and can get it done with his arm, like Tom Brady. Um, but to me, an X factor is somebody at their position who does something unique. And when I say unique, I mean unique at uh, an elite level in the NFL. Derrick Henry does that. So a lot of these quarterbacks that you guys are mentioning, Rodgers, Brady, I don't consider those guys X factors. Now, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, since they can get it done with their legs as well, and Mahomes can make all types of throws from any angle, I think that those can be considered X-Factors, but for me, it's it's mostly non-quarterbacks. So non-quarterbacks in the AFC you have to consider as X-Factors. You look straight to the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, who broke the record for receiving yards for, for a tight end last season. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, you've got guys like TJ Watt, who has 21 and a half sacks this season, having an incredible year, and he's missed some time. Miles Garrett, another one of those guys. Um, and, I, and I mentioned Josh Allen. For me, I think Derrick Henry ranks second in, in the AFC in X-Factors this season. And obviously Mahomes being number one, I, I do think Derrick Henry is more valuable 
than Josh Allen on the Titans roster compared to Josh Allen on the Bills. The Bills have a good core of guys, but without Derrick Henry, I mean, the Titans can't win a Super Bowl. And obviously you can make the case without any starting quarterback on one of these playoff teams, you're going to struggle as well. But Derrick Henry separates the Titans in a way that I don't think many other players in the NFL separate their teams. And X-Factor is essentially ultimate equalizer. Teams can spend all week game planning to stop this guy, but he'll still get his. Derrick Henry is that guy to me. And there's nobody else in the AFC, aside from Patrick Mahomes, that I'd take over Derrick Henry. Just, you know, the way the Titans are built. They they, they play a physical brand of football. Mike Vrabel, you know, a, a very physical approach to the game for every single game throughout the regular season. And then they start breaking teams down in the playoffs this way. Not not many defenses these days are built to handle that. Um, so, so for me, Derrick Henry behind Mahomes is the second biggest X factor in the AFC. I think TJ Watts pretty closely behind him because, you know, what, what's the most important position on defense? What's Titans fans know this from last season. If you can't rush the passer, then you have no defense. The, the quarterback will have all day to sit back and throw, find guys, expose you in the run game as well. So for me, I think it goes Mahomes, Henry, Allen, TJ Watt. All right, I agree with you on the AFC side of things that Derrick Henry is behind Mahomes. And I will says apples and oranges with Henry compared to top quarterbacks. Yeah. But that's it's just the, the but but Derrick Henry is as impactful as all the other quarterbacks are to their team. So we have to have this conversation. It's just th- these are the facts and I feel like, you know, wide receiver I think we'll have a good interesting conversation on the NFC side because what we're trying to find is where does he rank in the X factor in the NFL? Jack, you and I agree. I think Mahomes is the ultimate X factor. That's why I said when they were three and four that I didn't, I wasn't out on the Chiefs. Here's, I thought that they were going to come back because of Mahomes. Here's where I think you could put Henry number one. How many X factors is one team allowed to have? Right. Looking at KC, we mentioned Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Is, are you allowed one X factor per team? I know that the Chiefs are particularly loaded on offense. So, so maybe they have, uh, you know, we end up labeling it as three X factors on that roster. But do we need to pick one? I'm not sure. The problem with the other two guys that you mentioned, and let's just talk about this season. They have been X factors, but not consistently. There was a time where Travis Kelsey was going through a slump. He yeah. was getting, he was getting like two to three fantasy points per week early on in the season. Now he turned it on especially in that L.A. Chargers game a few weeks ago. I mean, he was unbelievable there. Tyreek Hill, he has disappeared at times. In a couple drops last week. Right? So so Derrick Henry had, was consistent, was consistent from his time that he played prior to his injury. All right, so we agree, Mahomes above Henry. So Henry is not the top. What, what do you – how does he stack up now putting the NFC into this picture? It, the NFC is different to me. I, I think the, the guys you have to consider here are Devonta Adams, Nick Bosa from the 49ers. The Titans got a good look at him on Thursday night, a uh, couple days before Christmas. Um, you've got running backs like Dalvin Cook, maybe even Justin Jefferson, although I think he's too young to really put in that category. And I'm, I'm sure that there are a couple of guys that um, I've left out here. But it, Devonta Adams is probably tied with Derrick Henry. I think that those two guys are the best offensive players in the NFL that are not quarterbacks. So I have them neck and neck. Devonte Adams completely changes who the Packers are in all of these years. What's Rogers been? What's his main complaint been? They haven't given him enough help at the wide receiver position. So to have Devonte Adams, I think he takes uh, the Packers to a different level, a Super Bowl level, um, just like Derrick Henry does to the Titans. Now, can the Titans win without Derrick Henry? Of course they can. They've proven that this season. Can the Packers win without Devontae Adams? Of course they can. They have Aaron Rodgers still throwing the ball around. But X-Factor from, from a team being able to live without them is different than you know an X-Factor when you talk about teams that, that are now in the Super Bowl conversation. Which players take an, an average, maybe slightly above average team into Super Bowl contenders? I think that those two guys are Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. So you're going with a tie? Yeah, I, I think you've I, settled I think, on a tie. I, I think those two. You, you, you're even tie. Even Jalen. Are you going to tie your shoe, or are you just going to tie? <laughs> I think they're neck and neck. 
if I had to pick one, Derrick Henry would get would get the nod just because he's he's more productive and, and rakes up more yards than Devontae Adams, you know, total. But um, Jalen Ramsey could be considered just a, a cornerback who can lock down an offense, completely change the way they approach the game. There's a handful of guys you can consider, but I do think Derrick Henry. Uh, the AFC has the top two X factors in the NFL, and that's Mahomes and Henry. All right. So, what is his number? Derrick Henry's number two. Number two behind Mahomes, ahead of Devonta Adams, um, ahead of Aaron Rodgers, ahead of Tom Brady, ahead. Of well, I don't consider Aaron them. Rodgers and Tom Brady as X factors. Those, those are known commodities. Who- okay. So, okay, you known commodities. <laughs> this is going to be funny. So, uh, Chris <laughs> bring, Chris brings this up. The Titans won without Henry. Mm-hmm. What about that? They can win without Henry, but that doesn't mean that Henry's the not. The Packers an lost without Rodgers. Well, that's Rodgers is not an X factor. Obviously, these teams who have built How their are Jack, Jack, these, these, are you listening to what you're saying? You're they, telling me that Aaron Rodgers is not an X factor? He's he's the factor. Like like one of the commenters said earlier, he's the factor. I mean, you pull any starting quarterback off a top ten team. They're gonna they're gonna plummet because there isn't any depth behind them. It's harder to to replicate a top ten quarterback's production. That's why there's only ten or twelve guys on the court on the entire earth. But those guys are X factors. Like uh, like I wouldn't put I would put Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes above Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford. Right? That's the difference of those guys. The top guys are X factors, and I think. Again, maybe it's a, a different definition and because it's all opinion, but Matthew Stafford and Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray, those guys are in a lower tier that I do not say X factor. But Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes are absolutely X factors. And I also, I will agree with Devontae Adams and I will agree with Derrick Henry. But I rank my rankings and the Devontae Adams, I, I was, you know, you you are on the fence about it. You were tying, and then you broke that tie. I agree <laughs> yeah. with how you broke it because okay. this is where I rank them. I think Aaron Rodgers is the top X factor in the league. That's why he's vying for MVP. Is he the he top is, X factor, or is he the best player? He's the there X may factor. Maybe both. He he is the X factor for them winning games. Okay, he's it. That's the reason why they've been so good over the last couple of years is because he is the X factor of 13 and three. No, that's he, the reason he, he drives because he doesn't turn the football over. He's, he's he excellent in crunch time. Yeah. He's on the verge of a back-to-back MVPs. He drives the bus for them, but he's not the X factor. He He's the ultimate equalizer whenever they take the field, obviously, because no matter how bad the team is around him, he can he can you know pull them into that game and he can win with, win any without, game in the NFL without Aaron Rodgers without their X factor here is what nothing here is what makes Devontae Adams the X factor of the Packers where are the Packers without Devontae Adams Aaron Rodgers is throwing to guys like Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, Alan Lazard he's Mer- been doing that for years he's had to do Greg Jennings hopping down the sideline with a broken leg in New Orleans he's been having to do he's having to deal with Donald Driver he's been having to Donald deal Driver with drivers and one of the better wide receivers of his time better but not great that's what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers has done that before Aaron Rodgers is absolutely an x-factor I can't believe that I'm hearing anybody say that he is Aaron Rodgers is is the best player in the NFL right now which is an x-factor I don't know I, you I take I, him off the team you're dead that, I think it, you, about, you put an x-factor back, in you're winning this this goes back and I will die on this hill Nate John this goes back to what I originally said an x-factor I can't consider one-dimensional quarterbacks x-factors Jack everyone Jack, knows Twitter what they, may suspend your account if you tweeted out Aaron Rodgers is not an x-factor period they may just yeah, they're suspended anybody and everybody okay. that they don't agree with so right now I don't think I don't think Twitter would agree with you <laughs> okay that's fine I'm not looking for Twitter to agree with me today but I do I will die on this hill that Aaron Rodgers Obviously, he's he's the MVP of the league this year, back-to-back MVPs. But I, I think the X factor of the Packers, what makes the Packers the Packers, um, and, and the Super Bowl contender, like I said, you can be a playoff team with these quarterbacks, but what makes them a Super Bowl contender? Having the best wide receiver in the NFL. All right, so here's my ranking. I, I believe that Derrick Henry is fourth best X factor in the NFL, and I tier these three guys above him. I tier... Aaron Rodgers, one, Patrick Mahomes, two, Tom Brady because of his greatness and what he brings. 
He is the X factor. And he justified that last year by winning the freaking Super Bowl. That's him being an X factor. And then I put Derrick Henry four and Devontae Adams fifth. So I agree with your tie break because Derrick Henry is more of an X factor than Devontae Adams. And you know what? That speaks a, a world of difference about a running back being in the top four. But but he is not a bigger X factor than Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes I think, or, I think what, or Tom Brady. What's lost in translation here is uh, why are we talking about X factors when we could have just been talking about best players in the NFL? I think the best players in the NFL are different than the best X factors in the NFL. Uh, the best players in the NFL, no question. You're going to find a lot of quarterbacks do for you. Well, they separate your, your team above and beyond. And you, by being an X factor, you do something that really nobody else at your position can do. To do what? To accomplish what? Obviously to win, to win the Lombardi trophy. To win games. But, but Zach, but when we're talking about X factors, all of those guys, when we're talking about X factors, to win, of course they do. No one's, no one's saying that they don't. I'm just saying that an X factor is different from, you know, our, our classic MVP candidates every year. We're getting into a, a spot where the MVP is a quarterback award. Well, an X factor, I think, is, is the opposite. It, is, it really kind of takes away the quarterbacks who are one-dimensional. And somebody said Rodgers isn't one-dimensional. Rodgers has less than 100 rush yards on the season. Get out of here with him not being one-dimensional. So I, I, I do. I, I would like to count those guys out, which which is kind of where we differ here. You know, My X factor is just saying because not, they have, their, they have uh, different, like, different talents i'm well, talking have, about they what extra, their talent is. they have an extra tool in their tool bag they, their 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 skill set is a little deeper than just the traditional quarterback the pocket passer i mean what do you think aaron Rodgers is his rollout him throwing it back across his body and putting it right in the numbers his ability to fake out and i'll give you this x factor jack and this is this is how i define x factor you're talking about something unique to an individual you know what Aaron Rodgers does? His intelligence is an X factor. And so is Tom Brady. Boom. Now he got a free play. That's what Aaron Rodgers, and he does that like once a game. That is the X factor that is defined by helping one win games. That is one of those things. You talk about Josh Allen's legs and all that other BS. What about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and being able to a snap count as simple as that with all of the things in his tool bag, he gets guys to jump. Yeah. He manipulates the line of scrimmage in the snap count better than just about anybody in the league. But Hey Zach, let me ask you this. If Rogers is such a huge X factor, why does he only have one Super Bowl? Well, it's be, I mean, how many does Derrick Henry have? Derrick Henry is a running back. I mean, it, oh, they, they have a different whoa, impact. Whoa, 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 what, what are we, you doing? Well, here's, you just compared. That didn't make any sense. You're ass backwards today, Jack. You no, can't say that. I'm if not. you want to compare Super Bowls, you just compared Patrick Mahomes to Derrick Henry. It's how old is back and running back? How old is Aaron Rodgers? 38 late, years old. Late 30s? 38 years old. Derrick Henry is over a decade younger than that man. Give him some time. I don't think it's fair to compare Super Bowls between Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry, or really Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes. Even they're though Mahomes defining, they're defining moments. Well, he's had know, defined, his defining moments have been losing four times and, in the NFC hey, Championship Jack, game. And and here's here is the centralized conversation. When it comes to Super Bowls, Super Bowls separate you from are you the greatest at your position of all time? If Aaron Rodgers now. The hard part is he's never going to catch Tom Brady at his age. He could talk about skill set. I think a lot of people believe that Aaron Rodgers has a better skill set than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady has been more successful in team sport. Derrick Henry's different. If Derrick Henry wins two to three Super Bowls or something of that nature, now he is jettisoned into, is he the greatest running back of all time? Because who's his competition? Barry Sanders didn't win a Super Bowl. Walter Payton early. Won one Super Bowl in 85. Emmett Smith was great, but also had great players around him. And, you know, Troy Aikman and, and Michael Irvin, uh, I think I think it's different when you talk about Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown, right? Like, those are a little bit different. Uh, he They have three. Terrell Davis has two. I mean, when you, but he had a short career, and his career overall is not impressive. He had a couple of good years. So when you're talking about Super Bowls, it, that That is the separation of are you the greatest at your position? The hard part for quarterback is nobody's chasing Brady. All I'm saying is 
X factors, if you want to define it as what differently can you do for your team, Aaron Rodgers fits that mold in my mind. And that's why he's the biggest X factor in this league. That's fine. I just think that our definition of X factors is different, which is why our answers are different. And that's okay. You know, I, I still think that I'm right. I know that I'm right. That That's, that's fair. And, <laughs> uh, and Steven says Barry Bonds never won and Barkley never did. Well, Pretty steroids was the X factor with Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was not the X factor. The I'm juice actually, was the X factor. I'm in the middle of watching that E60 on Bonds because you forget about it. I mean, that, that run by Bonds when he got jacked up, I mean, that was, that was must see television. I mean, we were, I remember huddling around my television every time the Giants play and Sports Center would cut to Barry's, every Barry at bat. And usually it'd be a home run. It'd be either a home run or a walk. It was very impressive, but he cheated the game. And side <laughs> note, I don't think they should let him in the Hall of Fame. I do. I think they should, but that's a different conversation for well, now. Well, maybe we'll have that. Maybe we'll have that conversation. <laughs> Let's move forward. We've got two other good topics. One, involving one stem from yesterday a little bit but jack you have one area where the titans can expose the texans on sunday i'm very intrigued and curious to hear about that but first I want to tell you guys about farm bureau health plans better coverage better rates better service and over 195 locations over the state of tennessee they're trusted and we are really excited to get to know more about them in 2022 and to share more about them in 2022 I am going through the process of getting my Farm Bureau health plan. I'm changing my health plan. And you know what? It looks, the trajectory is, I'm going to save money and have a better plan. And that's the best part about Farm Bureau health plans. It is for young families, for entrepreneurs, for self-employed. They have the perfect plan for you. All you have to do is give them a call one-on-one. That's the best part. You can give them a call or go online and visit their website and request somebody to, to either set up an online meeting or a call at fbhp.com. Guys, if you're looking to get into the sports gambling realm and find your sports book that you want to stick with for a long time, look no further than BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and new users by using promo code A to Z200. That's A T O Z200. Place a $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game. That's a great way to start your week. The game's on Monday. Start in the green. Start your week in the green. That's always the goal for sports gamblers. Go download that app, BetMGM, and this is a new user's. Uh, this is this offer is for new users only. Use promo code A to Z200. Place that $10 money line wager and win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the national championship game. It is. It doesn't matter. If your if your ten dollar wager wins, as long as a touchdown is scored, you will win two hundred dollars. You'll start your week off with a couple hundreds uh, in your pocket. Download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z two hundred to cash in on this offer. A to Z Sports. Let's talk about Sunday's game. Massive game. Biggest once. Biggest one since Google released the Chrome browser. We learned earlier this week that was the last time the Titans had the number one seed with Kerry Collins. Chris Johnson, smash and dash, and that defense. Chain gang. Right? And now the Titans are in the driver's seat because the Bengals lost to, or the Bengals beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost in Cincinnati last week. They control their own destiny for that one seed, and they want to do it for Derrick Henry. They want to do it for their team. They want to do it to increase their opportunity to win a Super Bowl, and that would be winning the next four games. Jack. You came to me this morning and you said, Zach, I have one area where the Titans can expose the Houston Texans this weekend in Houston. What is that area? Oh, Zach, do I ever have it? Now, let's look back on the first matchup between these two teams. The Titans nearly outgained the Texans by 300 yards, but it was the, it was a turnover battle where the Titans fell short. Tannehill threw four picks. Chester Rogers muffed a punt. And on two separate occasions, the Texans started inside the red zone. Um, the Titans' defense held strong in that game. If you remember, it was pretty rainy out, kind of tough to move the football. But the Titans' defense stepped up big time. I think that's going to happen again. And in that game, Tyrod Taylor was the issue. Tyrod Taylor ran six times for 28 yards and two touchdowns. He was the X factor in that matchup. Tyrod Taylor's legs were, were able to get it done against the Titans. 
And they really, uh, Tyrod Taylor's runs, they came at moments in the game where it just felt backbreaking to the Titans defense. They had him stopped and Taylor would take off um, and make a big play with his legs. This time around, we're in week 18. We got a new quarterback for the Texans stepping in. Davis Mills, he started 12 games this season and he, it looks like the Texans are going to give him a shot. See what they have in Mills next season, maybe if they don't address the quarterback position in the draft. Um, but this season, Davis Mills has thrown 10 picks in 12 games. And really in the last five games, he's only thrown two. He's been more careful with the ball. I think that, that, um, the Texans offense has kind of decided we're going to put Mills in situations where we think he can, where he can, uh, succeed. However, what separates Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills is that there's really no rushing threat with Davis Mills. He's only ran 12 times for 14 yards on the season. And this is a Titans defense who Brian Baldinger, um, Baldy's breakdowns, one of the best film analyzers, um, on Twitter, um, uh, called the Titans defensive front the best in the NFL. That's where I think the Titans have a huge advantage on Sunday. This front four and really this Titans front seven has been much improved. You've gotten healthy on the defensive line. You've added some linebackers and Zach Cunningham. You've gotten David Long back last week. He made a play. He had a pick last week. And I, and the, the Titans defense in the last two games, both wins, have six sacks and have won the turnover battle four to nothing. So they're turning, they're turning in the last two games. They've turned their opponents over twice apiece. Uh, so, so that's where my X factor is. Davis Mills is a statuesque quarterback who has really no mobility in the pocket. So if you can just kind of collapse on him and, and just, get some pushback on that uh, in that interior. I think the Titans have a huge advantage. Davis Mills is not going to beat you with his legs. I can promise you that. And, and by forcing him to beat you with his arm, that's really not something he's he's capable of doing. Now I get it. The Texans beat the Chargers a couple weeks ago, yada, yada, yada. But uh, the Texans are an interesting team. They're able to catch teams off guard looking ahead because they don't really have any talent on offense or defense. They've got a bad record and a coach who really seems lost out there in his first year. So, for me, the area where I think the Titans can expose the Texans is in the pass rush and getting to Davis Mills and keeping him in that pocket and really making him uh, force some throws down the field that he doesn't want to have to make. We want to see Davis Mills throw the ball 52 times on Sunday, not Ryan Tannehill like he did in the first meeting in November. So uh, I think those are really good points. Um I think one of the things, and and I have, we speak of X factors. I have an X factor for Sunday's game. I cannot say this right now because I'm going to save it for our pregame, halftime, and postgame show, and we will be live. It's an away game, so we'll be live from Mill Creek Brewing Tap Room right there in Nolansville. We'll be drinking. You can be drinking beer, eating burgers, and watching the Titans. We'll see if they have the one seed by, by day's end. But the Davis Mills thing is interesting because – I actually watched in its entirety, and I watch a lot of NFL football overall, but Texans Chargers, that was Davis Mills' probably best game oh, of yeah. the year, year. The Texans won 41-29. They ran the ball very, very well, but Davis Mills was effective and efficient. 21 of 27 for 254 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and only had one sack. That is the way that Davis Mills wants to wants to play. How do the Titans get him into what they did last week with Tua Tungavailoa? They made Tua throw for 38 times. <laughs> that is That needs to be the game plan against Davis Mills because if Davis Mills is throwing the ball 30-plus times, 35 times, they're behind and they're not winning that football game. Davis Mills will make mistakes. He doesn't have enough NFL experience, but I'm with you. He's he's kind of a statue back there in the pocket, but the biggest thing in that game where the Texans beat the Chargers, third down efficiency. They were really good on passing third downs. That's what, what kills games. The Texans were nine for 13 in third in third down situations and the majority of those nine were passing passing third downs so the titans defense got to play tough they're playing really well we talked about bud dupree earlier in the week i expect bud dupree to play i do not think that they will hold him out i would think nothing will be done and not something but they got to get after mills so if they get a lead mills throws 35 times there's no way the titans cannot 
I, I think there's no way that the Titans lose that game if that's the case. Yeah, Davis Mills and that Texans offense are not built to play from behind. And really what the Titans could take advantage of as well is getting an early lead. Getting an early lead, the Texans rank last in the NFL in rush yards per game. They're giving up 143 on the ground per outing. Um, so if the Titans get a, get a nice lead, they'll be able to pound that rock with Deontay Foreman in a, in a bit of a revenge game as the Texans drafted him. Um, and, and really hopefully coast. You want to you build a big enough lead where the starters aren't playing in the fourth quarter. I, 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 that's not uh, obviously the main priority is get the starters one quarter of rest. But, man, would it be nice to have the game in hand as the, third, as the clock in the third quarter ticks down. So get a big lead, run that football, you'll have success, and make Davis Mills, put Davis Mills in a position where he's not comfortable in and leading a Texans team from behind by using his arm. So Troy brings up a good point. Troy says this is not the Chargers defense, Zach, and it's absolutely correct. With how the Titans have played over the last several weeks defensively has been super impressive. That is the reason why they've kept them in games. When we look back at their se- this this season and the run without Derrick Henry, Jack, Titans fans, and I think we all, the first thing that comes to mind will not be, oh, you remember when uh, Dante Foreman stepped up? Do you remember when uh, Nick Westbrook Ikena was catching some seam routes down the middle? That's not what it's going to be. Oh, do you remember when Ferk recovered that fumble in the end zone and had a touchdown? Like, that's not what it's going to be. No, no, no. It's going to be, and this is where Troy is, I think, kind of leaning towards is, it's going to be their defense played above and beyond their capabilities. I mean, this Titans defense, from what they were last year, which was bad. I mean, they were bad. They didn't have good players, and they told us that. They went out and got new players, and other players have stepped up. Rashawn Evans is having a better year than he had last year, right? It took, it, and you talk about one guy who's probably the most excited for this week, Zach Cunningham. Since they brought Zach Cunningham in, Rashawn Evans' play has elevated, and maybe that's just seeing – you know, the look over your shoulder, some guy's ready to take your spot at any moment. And, well, you know, well, I think that's because he looks over he looks over his shoulder and Zach Cunningham's making the tackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach Cunningham flies around around the football and he's gonna be very pumped to play in this one. I guarantee you that. He it took skipping a COVID test, I think purposefully, for him to get his release from, from Houston and find his landing spot in Nashville with the Titans. So he's gonna be fired up to go. You bring up a good point with with, with Rashawn Evans. David Long got back last week. Uh, that linebacker room was heading into the season a really big question mark and kind of an area of concern. Jayon Brown coming off an elbow injury. Rashawn Evans really hasn't played up to his draft status. Um, This year, you've got those two guys playing better. You add Zach Cunningham late in the season. You get a a new and improved David Long, who looks like he could be the starter for the future, and you've really got something on that Titans defense. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, Let's shift and talk about something that – not, I don't think a lot of people are talking about, and I think the NFL, what they did this weekend, they hedged their bet for this not to happen, but this would be the craziest ending to the NFL season in the history of the NFL, and it does impact the Titans in some sort of way. We're going to talk about that, but first, I am going to tell you guys about Renner's Warehouse a month, that's all it is to have them take care of your rental property. They'll find tenants. They'll do background checks. Nashville's professional landlords right here in Middle Tennessee. If you're thinking about creating a cash flow, maybe buying a rental property or buying another house and renting your property out, have Renters Warehouse take care of all of the busy work, especially when things go wrong with the tenant if the refrigerator breaks, Nashville Warehouse or Renters Warehouse in Nashville takes care of all that. That's the best part. Only $89 a month. That's RentersWarehouse.com. New users, make sure you download the BetMGM app today. Guys, if you don't have a sports book, this is the one for you. I promise you that, that. I use it myself. I know Zach and Austin do as well. Um, it, the, the variety on the BetMGM sportsbook app is second to none. Very easy, very accessible. If you've never done anything like it, You'll have no time adjusting to it. It's pretty laid out. It's laid out simply and easy to understand. We have an offer this week, special. Uh, new users, if you use code A to Z200, ATOZ200, and place a $10 money line wager, you can win $200 when either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game. $10 turns into 
if either team scores a touchdown in the college football national championship game, make sure after you download the app and you're making your account to put that promo code in A to Z 200, A-T-O-Z 200, to turn $10 into $200 with just one touchdown on Monday's college football national championship game. All right, I'm going to bring this up. So, and the Titans have been in this situation before. You remember a couple of years ago when the Titans, it was win and get in against the Indianapolis Colts uh, live in Nashville. Andrew yeah. Luck beat Blaine Gabbert. Mariota was on the sideline. I was in the house that night. W- with the ball cap, and the yeah. Titans lost. Well, these win and get in situations happen every single year, right? And that's what the NFL loves. This year, win and get in in the AFC, Chargers versus the Raiders. Okay, that will be Sunday night football. The Titans will know their destiny a little bit earlier because the Chiefs play the Broncos on Saturday. If the Chiefs win, then it essentially is if the Titans beat the Houston Texans, they will be the number one seed. If the Titans lose to the Houston Texans, the Chiefs will be the number one seed. So there we all we know all of that. Here's the uniqueness to this. Whoever wins Chargers Raiders most likely will be that final seed in the AFC. If they, in fact, beat whoever that is and they play in the playoffs, the Titans are the number one seed. The Titans have the benefit of playing the lowest seed in the AFC, right? They get that whoever that is. That's the shakeup of... It's reseeding and the lowest seed available when the Titans are, are, are playing their game in the divisional round, they take. And you mentioned the Chargers and Raiders would take over that seventh seed. If either of those teams got in and beat the Chiefs, that's who the Titans would play. Right. So we're going to get to this question, but look at this. Adam Beasley tweeted this out. Here's something totally bonkers. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars Sunday – and the Raiders and Chargers would both get in with a tie. Literally, there would be no motivation for either team to do anything other than kneel it out 15 times each. Jack, do you believe this? Now, the likeliness, this is why I said hedge, the NFL is banking on the Colts beating the Jacks, but it's in Jacksonville, and I believe Austin said this earlier in the week, that the Jags, that the Colts have not beat the Jags in Jacksonville since like some absurd time. Like, I want to say it was 2014, but that can't be right. I'm going to go back in. They haven't beaten Jacksonville in Jacksonville in a long time. Jack, what was your first reaction? Can you imagine if this did play out? And what do you think would happen? The Chargers, <laughs> let's say the Jags beat the Colts. So Sunday Night Football, Raiders and Chargers, would they play hard or would they just tie? So in order to get to that, the Colts would have to lose to the Jaguars. The Colts are 15-point favorites on the road in Duval County this weekend. But Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. He could he could pop up and have a disaster game really any week. Um, so if so, let's go ahead and play on the assumption that the Colts do lose to Jacksonville and the, the drought in Duval County continues for Indianapolis. Well, here, then- here it is. The Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Okay. So I, I believe that's six straight. What year is it today? What year do we live in now, Jack? Well, it, it just, it just turned to 2022, but this will be the first appearance this season in Jacksonville. Obviously you only get one a year. So I think it's six straight losses in Duval County for the Colts. Um, but then you get every year, (laughs) then then you get to Sunday night, which is where the NFL really may have been, or may still be It's like, Oh, did we, did we blow this? Did we maybe, did we maybe, uh, you know, accidentally impact what could happen if an upset happens earlier in the day, Colts play at noon against the Jags, they fall. And then if obviously the chargers and Raiders tie, then they both get in, right? They both will get into the playoffs if, if the Colts lose and they tie. Now, I don't believe that if the Colts lose earlier in the day, they'll knee the ball 15 times and they'll just knee it out the whole way. I think that they'll play hard. Remember, these two teams are divisional rivals in the AFC West. But what, that wouldn't be advantageous to them. I, uh, you know, I, I, I really do think that they would play it out. I, I think they would play it out. And if the fourth quarter came around or maybe the second half and things are pretty close 
and the score's pretty tight. If they're say say it's a tie heading into the fourth, we'll, we'll call it twenty-one all. Do I think that they'll they'll play a little conservative? Absolutely. But isn't the strategy the to get out of there healthy and grab it? They're not going to play each other in the first week of the playoffs. I know, I know. But there's divisional, their divisional rivals. There's pride on the line, and this is the NFL. Nobody. Pride? I mean, who gets? Let's do talk about intelligence. But nobody lays down for anybody in the NFL, and I guarantee you, Roger Goodell in the NFL office will have an issue if the the biggest game of the week, the one with the most implications, is, is a. A, a three to three tie, you, you know, that, that, that won't really do much for ratings, although it's a hell of a scenario. And obviously I'm one for conspiracy theories here, but I, yeah, I, I just look, find it I hard would to stick see. it to the NFL, man. The NFL has been changing COVID rules. Like it was their back of their hand. They're flipping flip, boom, flip, flop, flip, flop. Hey, if, hey if, testing if, here, testing there, five days, 10 days, 14 days, seven days, two days, three days. Nobody knows. They changed the damn thing. You know all what, the time. Zach, if, this would be a good cause to say, look, your rules and your regulations, we won in the playoffs, baby. We're going to kneel it 15 times and take this to the house, get healthy, and prepare for either the Chiefs, the Titans, the Bills, or the Bengals. So the Raiders have a head coach right now, and he's the interim head coach. He's he's coaching for maybe the Raiders' job. I mean, if he wins this game and then another in the playoffs, he may have it next year. And even if he doesn't, and they go, they opt to go somewhere else because it's Las Vegas, and they need a big name in charge. He's gonna he's gonna look for other opportunities to be a head coach in the NFL. I think he's got something to coach for here. And Brandon Staley, he's a he's a new head coach for the Chargers. He uh, he runs a very aggressive offense, one that's often uh, too analytical, and he may go for it a little more than he should on fourth downs and and inside the opponent's territory, but. No, I I just don't think that either team will lay down. I think if John Gruden was still the head coach of the Raiders, now we know what he thinks about Roger Goodell. The emails came out. If John Gruden was still the head coach of the Raiders, the likelihood of maybe some kneel downs taking place in the first quarter are much higher. But when you have a Raiders coach who's coaching for another head coaching job or maybe this head coaching job, I don't think that well, that's how gonna, he's gonna But Jack, you're going to win that job in the playoffs. You're not going to win it in the last week of the season, Right. Like that, that, so let's go to the comments real quick because KC says, why would a team kneel down the whole game? So here's the reason why. It's a good question, KC. The reason why is, and Adam Beasley brings this up, and that is, here's something totally bonkers. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars Sunday, the Raiders and Chargers would both get in with a tie. Literally, there would be no motivation for either team to do anything other than kneel it out 15 times. So, this thing has got like 10,000 likes. So that's why that is why it does hold some merit. He's verified. I believe that he did his research. Going back to the comment section, Stefan brings up I don't think division rivals care about advantageous situations. They don't like each other. I disagree. If they're both going to get into the playoffs and not play each other in the first round, you both want to get in. Plus, health is a factor. Plus, I don't know who's on the COVID list for each of them. Maybe they have a key player. I know I know the Chargers have had their key players miss because Bosa's been on the list. Austin Eckler's been on the list. But maybe that plays into it. Uh, going down the list uh, of, of the comments, what about the 70,000 fans in attendance, David? 70,000 fans would probably be cool with a playoff experience. I, I would imagine that if their team got in the playoffs, they'd say, you know what? I'm sure that some would be upset. Don't get me wrong. You pay a pretty penny to go to these games. But I don't know. Being in the playoffs is a little different, although it wouldn't be at home. But how about this, Zach? Why would you not want to win this game if the Colts lose? Then you could jump to sixth in the in the AFC conference in the AFC standings and avoid Kansas City. I think avoiding Kansas City is is the ultimate prize here. You could you can weasel your way in with a tie, and one of these teams will grab seventh that seventh seed. But I mean they're a dead man walking in the playoffs. They got to, they got to go to Arrowhead and you know, this is a team they've seen twice this season. They know that they don't want that. They know they don't want to see Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill in the playoffs in January in Arrowhead. So that is probably the best point that has been brought up. Jack is the fear of Patrick Mahomes. You, uh, so you, you, you would rather risk losing this game to avoid Mahomes. If you are to get into the playoffs. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's wild, but it's not that strange of a thought. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. And so, it, and, and maybe you've brought this point up. 
it only takes one motivated team, right? But if both get in the playoffs, one has to be the sixth seed and one has to be yeah. the seventh seed. The chickens come home to roost, as they always do. And to me, a, a tie is nice and a playoff a playoff berth is nice. But, but you got to Kansas City is not the same Kansas City. You're right. They're better. They're much better than they were earlier in the season. I get that they just lost to the Bengals, but I mean that was even a that was a game where the Chiefs sat and and they blew it. I so, think this is a fascinating storyline, right? Are you happy with just being in the playoffs, or are you actually looking to make noise in the playoffs? I think the Raiders they'd be happy to get in. I think the Chargers they've got bigger goals. They think they can win a game. They've got a quarterback who who's going to be a top ten quarterback in a couple seasons. You know what the Chargers seem like to me, and and stick with me here. The Chargers seem like the Bills three years ago when they lost to the Houston Texans in Houston. Do you remember this? Josh Allen, it was an overtime, and he took that horrendous sack, right? It was a big learning lesson for Josh Allen. Since then, he's been to an AFC championship game. No, he lost. But I feel like that is kind of where the Chargers are right now with their team, where all you want is Justin Herbert to get some playoff experience, right? You just want him in to be in a playoff game. And the Chargers, man, they have – Bosa is deadly off the edge. And uh, Derwin James, you don't – he's – I mean, he's better than Jamal Adams, in my opinion. Oh, no doubt, yeah. And so, like, those – the Chargers, I – and I'm with you. The Chargers, I think, believe they can win a game. I think the Raiders would just be happy to get in. I don't think they have uh, – and obviously with – Hunter Henry, uh, or not Hunter Henry. Um, who Hunter was the, no, who was the Hunter Renfro? But who was the Raider that got in the car accident earlier this Henry year? Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Without him, who was their first round pick, who, you know, he's kind of disappeared, uh, understandably so. Yeah. But like that was their first round wide receiver, right? That was their like Keenan Allen, per se, of who, or Mike Williams more so than Keenan Allen. But that would, they were kind of counting on that first round pick to be an talk about x factor to help them win a game the chargers have that the raiders don't so jack i i will admit i think that you changed my tune from the start of this conversation to where we are now i believe that they won't kneel and now i believe that they shouldn't because one team doesn't want to face patrick mahomes in kansas city (laughs) it's just not that great of a consolation prize is it Going, you know, going probably losing by three touchdowns on the road in the playoffs, uh, but you know, getting into the playoffs is an accomplishment in itself. So I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how they play it. I, I just don't think that they're going to play to a tie here. But uh, obviously, the the question that we need to ask here for the Titans: Who would you rather face in the playoffs, the, the Chargers or the Raiders? Do you do you have a take on that? I think I think I, I stick by what I said. I'd rather face the Raiders because they don't have Henry Ruggs. I wouldn't want to face the Chargers because Herbert, I believe in more than Derek Carr, even though the age differential. Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler, I think Austin Eckler is more of a threat. The Chargers yeah. have the best defensive player uh, compared to the Raiders in Joey Bosa. And... Keenan Allen is the best wide receiver on the field. Max Crosby, the condor, has something to say about that. Yeah. He, won't, he won't like to hear that. Right, but I still take Joey Bosa. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, if you're the Titans fan, you'd probably do Raiders, right? I, I, I think that Raiders is the choice. Uh, the Raiders just don't have anybody else aside from Darren Waller that really scares you on offense. Derek Carr, he's had a great season, his best season yet. I don't even know that he'll be a Raider next season. Um, so th- there's a lot of stuff in the Raiders defenses. I don't think the Raiders know who will be a Raider next season. No, the Raiders defense aside from Max Crosby isn't all that, uh, that, that would, that is enough to strike fear to the Titans offense. I, to me, it, it's the Raiders. I'm, I think Justin Herbert could mess around and win a playoff game. He's got, he's got weapons. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Mike Evans. Austin Eckler can run the ball and catch the ball out of the backfield fantasy weapon. Um, for some of you guys may have rostered him this season, but, to me, I want to avoid the Chargers if if I can. Although neither of these teams are going to come into Nissan Stadium as favorites if they do face the Titans in the divisional round. All right, let's move on to Ain't That Good News on Friday. 
what is your good news? Comment in the comment section. You got good news. It's snowing. Uh, it's snowing flakes and blakes here and all day yesterday. Uh, and the real ones know from yesterday's show what that means. But it's been snowing all day. What is your good news here on a Friday heading into the weekend? But first, do want to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Down there on the screen, you can see the Sonata and the Palisade, full-size SUV with snow mode. That could get you up and going. You, look, you, you're feeling free on the freeway if you're driving a Hyundai Palisade because you're feeling safe, secure, fuel efficient. And if you're in snow mode, you're gliding over all that snow. You got to love it. Wilson County Hyundai, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. They've got you covered when it comes to your perfect make and model for your brand-new vehicle. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Guys, if you don't have a sports betting app on your phone, this is the one you need to get. Okay, With the promo code A to Z200, ATOZ200, you'll be able to place a $10 money line wager in Monday's College Football National Championship game. And if either team scores a touchdown, either team on Monday scores one touchdown, you'll turn that $10 money line wager into $200 regardless of how your money line bet does. If the team you bet on loses you'll still take home $200 uh, as long as one team scores a touchdown in that game. You ask me the probability of that, I say it's 100%. It's a guarantee. The, you know, If it sounds too good to be true, then it usually is. But in this case, it's not. Download the BetMGM app, use promo code A to Z200, and place that $10 money line wager, and you'll win $200 as long as one team scores a touchdown on Monday. Let's go to good news. Let's go to the chat. Noah says, my good my good news is won all three of their oh my football leagues, over $2,500 in his pocket. My God, Noah. <laughs> wow. I've never even heard of that. That's, That's incredible. I don't know if we can beat that. I mean, that was the first comment I read. I, I don't, I can't beat that. I, I got to my fantasy championship and lost. I won $150 as the second place complimentary prize, but mm. Dang, Noah, that's the best news I've heard. Louis says the sun's out, guns out right there. My my new, that's his good news. Uh, Derrick Henry is back, baby. Ain't that good news from Ryan? Let's see. Uh, Lucas, uh, some personal. This is the best. Hey, we can do personal news. You can do whatever you need. Good news broke up with his cheating girlfriend this good week. Good for you, Lucas. You can she, do better. Get her out of your life. She, she, she ain't the one. You right? can do better, Lucas. Good for you. Right? Bounce back. She, you know, there, there you go, Lucas. Best of luck to you. I know that. Look, that's tough, but uh, you'll bounce back. You'll bounce back. KC James says, good news. Uh, they play the Texans on Sunday, talking about the Titans. Uh, Big Ten Jeff says, bought the comfiest pair of sweatpants from Fabletics. I've never heard of that company. And looks like it'll be able uh, to get back to work on Wednesday. So that's good news from Big Ten Jeff. Good stuff, uh, Jeff. Let's see. J9D3V905 on Twitch says, good news headed to Houston for the game tomorrow, meeting seven of his family members to witness and taking care of the AFC uh, conference. So there, that's good news right Represent there. down there. Represent. RJIV moving to Nashville in two weeks. Ain't that good news? MB says, ain't that good news? Jack thinks he found a comb. I have, guys, I've hosted this show with Austin and Zach a handful of times. I mean, probably close to 20 or 30. And in in the past week, I've up until this point, I've never seen you guys so crazy about my hair. Look, I don't have great hair. I'm, <laughs> let me let me go bald in peace, people. Okay, well, that's why you need some you need some some eye shadow to to make it pop. I know. I got to make my it. eyes pop. Yeah. Aaron Aaron brings up maybe forward good news. His good news is planning a trip to Mexico. We'll make an announcement on that in three weeks. So we'll see what that is. Uh, Sheila says not banned is my good news. John here, not Blake. So, uh, Maybe Blake, John. uh, Blake got the brunt of the news, but he became, he became a, too much of a troll yesterday. I had to block his ass. <laughs> um, let's see here. Don't come at the bucks. No, we'll just don't cut. Yeah. It, well, yeah. You know what? That probably got him. And, and look, that's on you, pal. That's not on me. Uh, good news. Titans went on Sunday. We'll be flying to see the first round game from florida from jared hicks a ton of good news coming in we love that um last good news before we get to you jack 
Mick Doc says, good news. I got a scholarship for Notre Dame and will come yeah. to America this summer. Greetings from Germany. Tighten up. Tighten so up, Mick. Congratulations. Mick, uh, Kenneth says he made it to work there uh, safely in Franklin. So oh, good news all around. That was a great chat. Good news. Jack, what is your good news? Man, this is really great news. Um, so I, I grew up in Nashville, right? Uh, uh, growing up, fan of the Preds, fan of the Titans, love the Grizzlies. My good news is that all three of those teams that I just mentioned are in first place right now. First place in their divisions. The Titans are, are leading the conference, obviously. We've talked about it enough this week. Um, all three teams, the Grizzlies are in first in the Southwest Division. The Nashville Predators, who I, I didn't know if, if they would even be able to compete this season. They, they went young in the offseason. They got rid of some vets like Victor Arvidsson, who they beat last night in Los Angeles. They got rid of Ryan Ellis and some other guys. The Predators are the biggest surprise of the three to me. They, of, of all teams, have really all the reasons to not to not be a successful team this season. And they're in first place in the Central, having a great year, an outstanding year. UC Soros is the truth. Philip Forsberg's having a great year. Man, I hope they hold on to him at the deadline, and then they'll have a conversation to have in the offseason on bringing him back. But my good news is that all three teams, Team Tennessee is doing well. All three teams are in first in their divisions. That is good news, and that doesn't happen often, right? So no. uh, that is good news. My good news comes from outside. We talk about Flakes and Blakes. This is the day to go sledding because you get that speed, baby, the ice. You get a little bit more speed on the slopes. Uh, I do love snow skiing. I wish I, I'm going to go snow skiing here uh, in a month or so in Colorado, but this is kind of the second best thing we got because I can't go anywhere. I uh, can't can't fly till the season is over uh, for vacation. But gonna go take the pup out. Young King Tux will come out and run around in the snow. Dogs getting the zoomies in the snow is some of the best things to witness oh, on yeah. this planet. Oh yeah, the sheer happiness. I don't know how they don't freeze their paws off, but I, the sheer happiness dogs get from playing in the snow. Uh, that is my good news. So, it's like adrenaline, isn't it? It's why, it's why Ben Jones walks barefoot in the middle of Kansas City uh, in January in a playoff game. Same with uh, snow on the ground in Green Bay uh, last season. I, I've got my girlfriend's dog that I've been watching this week because she obviously can't get home um, due to the snow. But the dog was running in circles in the backyard, kicking snow up everywhere, putting putting her face in the snow. It, it's awesome to watch. They just go crazy for it. And it, the, the pause thing, no way they can feel it. They're too happy. So here's to the Zoomies. Uh, appreciate it. Hey, great week uh, all week. Uh, Jack did a great job. We got Titan Game Day uh, game day show on Sunday. Titans trying to wrap up that number one seed. Tighten up podcast. Make sure that you listen to that with Jack and Texas Austin Huff. Week. Mm -hmm. Right? There you go. And we will be back Sunday for our pregame show live from Mill Creek Tap Room on Sunday before the game. Make sure live notifications are on. Best of luck. Stay safe out there if you are in the snow. And we will see you here in a couple of days. Cheers to the weekend. Adios.